Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 332, recorded on July 1st, 2021. On tonight's episode, we talk a little Smash, a little Nintendo sweepstakes, and a lot of Pokemon talk, as well as a little pillow talk as well. No, 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 not pillow talk. Just a little dash of topics from the community. No hot tubs. Jesse, you know what to do. I hope that doesn't throw off anybody with just us two, but this is the Nintendo Dads on July 1st, 2021, episode 332. How you doing, Jesse? I'm doing good. Yeah, I had a rough start at work and uh, figuring since you're kind of have you're kind of working with IT people and you're going to school for IT stuff, I figured you'd get a kick out of this story. So kind of a quick high level. I work, you know, I work for a credit card company as a systems engineer, and our application, we offset our pay by phones to another company. So we have we have two data centers. They have two data centers, and the trip load is split evenly between them. One of their data centers lost power. Ouch! And, you know, on the grid, they have a backup. A, or a diesel engine back to back up power and it, yeah. it powered lights and it powered air conditioning but not the server room they apparently had multiple Whoa. power strips brick in the transition process and it took like f- four or five hours just to get power back up in that room you, you on backup power and I don't think they're as of end of business day. They weren't on the grid yet, and I don't think they will be at all today. Oh man! And didn't you say something about uh, call centers too being down? Um, just... No, but with po- possible problems with our pay by phone app, we're getting first of the month about forty five percent of our calls will be pay by pay by phone calls. Oh, yeah, yes. So we were worried about volume. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, that would throw a wrench into things. Yeah, and that's just Thursday. Was, aren't you glad it wasn't like at the beginning of the week to where this is all going through the whole week? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure. Well, you know, Monday's a federal holiday. So, so I think tomorrow's going to be nuts, being first Friday of the month. The fifth is a federal holiday, so probably not so much. But the sixth is going to be just as crazy because yeah. that's effectively the first Monday of the month. Those are like the busiest days of the entire month. Well, hopefully we can make it fun today before you go back into hell tomorrow. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Well, and before, go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, since this is all heart, you know, facilities problems, not necessarily system problems, our system is fine. So, there's nothing for me to do other than just answer questions about what might be customer impacting if an X, Y, or Z happens. But, so I've been on, I was on calls for like four hours today and I did like nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So one of the things I want to share before we get started is that I got something from the Nintendo store from New York. I got this Zelda hat. I didn't even actually, notice it was a Zelda hat. I just thought it yeah. was camo. It's camo, but it's got a Zelda, Zelda symbol there and there's a bunch of links. Those are links. It's hard to oh, tell, but you see those links. Oh, I see them now. <laughs> That's funny. Now, I didn't get this 
because I didn't go to New York or anything. I got this because one of our uh, members in the community actually put a uh, message out there saying, hey, I'm going to the store. It wasn't Mecha Dragon, and he's in our chat, I think. Uh, but hi, hi out there. But uh, and we got a few people in the chat, by the way. But uh, it was yeah. actually somebody and, else. And, and, and Mecca already commented about the, the opening music I used. Yes, I'm sure he would be <laughs> one of the people to catch that one. Uh, I'm not going to say who it is because everybody knows who it is in the community because he said he was going to be there. I don't want to name names because I don't want him to get in trouble or get bombarded with, hey, if you go to the store again, get me something, you know, so, but he knows who he is. Thanks very much. I, you know, of course, he didn't do it for free. I had to give him some money to be able to go pick this up and ship it. So, but I really love this hat. It's really cool, especially because it looks like camel from afar. But like I said, it's, it's a bunch of links. Yeah, you really have to <laughs> get up close to it to see it. Yes. So, all right. Well, with that, let's uh, get into what we usually start with, and that's our news. And our news. And Jesse, our news is brought to you by normally just the Patreons. Yeah, but- as normal. Like, yeah, like normal, they're brought to you know our. brought to us by our patrons. As little as a dollar a month, you have access to our Discord and. You know, monthly mayhems and all sorts of, of fun community to chat with all day. But for the month of July, we have an additional supporter. Uh, let's hear it from Justin with a pre recorded message about what's going on there. Hey, folks, what's going on? Justin Masson here. And you know, for several months now, I have been doing these kind of fake ad reads at the beginning of the show. Um, kind of a bit of a poke of fun at uh, podcasting culture and advertisements. Well, well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, a time has potentially turned um, because recently we got invited to do ad an ad for our show. And uh, I'm very selective about the uh, ads that we read, obviously, and uh, the companies that we work with, because I'm a believer in like staying behind products. Right. And if if it doesn't work and I, and I don't believe in it, we're not going to do it. Um, but I will tell you that when this email came into our inbox, I, w- I read it and I was like, yeah, totally. And the reason being is that I'm using this product already. I've been using this product or sorry, been working with this company for over a year and a half. I've been using their products and I really, really genuinely enjoy them. Um, and uh, And so when it came in, I was like, yes, I am all on board with this. So ladies and gentlemen. This is not a false ad read. This is an actual proper one. Ladies and gentlemen, support for Nintendo Dads is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels, and they have Manscaped has just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. That's right. You've heard me right. 4.0. Uh, I have a version before that. I think it's like a 2.0. I'm using the 4.0 now. Wow. Let me tell you, that is that is significant changes, and man, I am so excited with it as well. Join over 2 million men worldwide, just like myself, who trust Manscaped with their exclusive offer to you, our listeners, get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. I'm going to read that again, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. Nindads at manscaped.com. One of the biggest reasons that I'm a fan of Manscaped is, listen, if you're, if you're doing some shaving down there, you're doing some trimming, 
Uh, you don't want to be nicked. You don't want to get scraped, right? That is an area you don't want to be fiddling around with. Well, Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredibly comfortable grooming experience. And their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce groin accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. You can feel confident shaving down there and shaving your boys, all right? And by the way, uh, let me just say this about, about grooming and manscaping. Listen, if you're using the same razor, the same trimmer on your face that you're using downstairs, that ain't right, all right? That is not, no. Do not do that. That is gross, and you've been doing it wrong. You need the Manscaped 4.0 trimmer, right? You need their products. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. Again, get 20% off in free shipping with the code NINDADS at manscaping.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code NINDADS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the right job with Manscaped. Thank you, Justin. I just love how the animation is. Hoping shave you the bush on your face, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hiding behind it sometimes. <laughs> Uh, they, they, they were crossing fingers in chat. Oh, is it going to be Manscaped? I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Someone even predicted what the code would be. He was close. Yeah. So it is just nan- Nindads, right? I got that right. Code yeah, Nindads. Nindads. All right. That's awesome. That that was a fantastic read there, uh, Masson, <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> oh, what? That's funny. He, he came on just to hear himself do the read. I, I, so. I bet that's the only reason why he's here. <laughs> just to make sure that I push the right buttons in the right order. Yes. So yeah, as right. we Cause, started. Because if I didn't, I'd definitely hear about it. Yes. <laughs> so as we have said, news is always brought to you by our Patreons, who actually we had a few come in uh, since the last time we've been on. And I might duplicate or overlap here, but I just want to make sure we got everybody, especially in June. Uh, we got David Balika, who came in uh, June 4th, Sebastian, who came in on June 17th, and then today or yesterday, uh, Mike came in uh, as well. So thank you all for being our newest Patreons, and thanks to all of our Patreons for always keeping our lights on and letting us do these things and getting this opportunity to um, do this ad for Manscaped. So, Jesse, have you had a chance to use yours yet? I have not. It's still in this box. <laughs> I have I've mine never, out. I've, I've never used such a product before, so this will be new to, new to me. Yeah. Uh, it's, I I unfortunately it was one of those people that Justin was talking about where I used both. I have you know my electric <laughs> one for both up here and very carefully down there, so it'll be nice to be able to have something separately for, for the oh, jewels. So I didn't realize he was calling you out. <laughs> yes, he called me out, so... Uh, Manscaped called me out, but they also, yes, I have the wireless 4.0 and I ch- have it all charged up and it's ready to go for this weekend. <laughs> so it'll so be fun to try. Celebrate the fourth? Yes, I'm going to celebrate the fourth. <laughs> and my, and my oh, wife right. was cracking up about it too. She thought that was pretty funny. She's like, she's like, uh, how close are you going to get? <laughs> You know, I was when, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so before we start, I wanted to throw out when, when I heard we heard the information that we're going to do this. I shared it with my family and 
of all the people who were the most excited about it was the youngest daughter. <laughs> that's I funny. don't know why, but she was, all, it was, she was excited. I'm like, Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's maybe because she hears the other podcasts that have manscaped, uh, um, ads. So maybe I don't that's know. kind of funny. All right. <laughs> All right, so let's start off with the first bit of news, which is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate 12.0.0 update, which is the Challenger Pack 10, which has uh, the Kazuha. Kazuha? Kazuha. Mishima. Kazuha Mishima. uh, From Tekken series, joins the battle. So a new stage with the Mishima Dojo, which looks really cool as well, by the way. The stage starts out with destructible walls and ceilings intact, so there can be no KOs. Once they are broken, then fighters are at risk of getting KO'd. They will rebuild themselves over time. Then there's 39 new audio tracks taken from the games throughout the Tekken franchise. Eight tracks are new arrangements, and there is no victory music audio played in Kazuya's, uh, Kazuya when he's the winner. Kazuya, I think. Kazuya. Uh, and, and that's a, a first for Smash Bros. And you can get it with the pack, of course, Fighters Pass Volume 2 or five ninety nine by himself. So what do you think of that so far? We've got also <laughs> got some Mii Fighters as well Yeah, uh, in yeah, that pack. Yeah, I'm not a Smash player. I So I I haven't had a chance to talk to my son. He's, a, he's the one who plays... To yeah. see what his thoughts are, he's never been a Tekken gamer either, so I, I don't I don't even think he knows who this character was. I didn't know who this who this character was when they announced it at E three. Yeah, Tekken Tekken was a huge one for us in 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 the PlayStation days for me and my friends. So that was one we'd break out all the time. So yeah. that'd be cool. It'd be cool. I, I remember seeing it, it in arcades in the nineties when it was new, when the first game was new. Yeah, but you know, but I never played it. We also got a few fighters, uh, which also means potentially, and not can never say never, but uh, potentially these will not be any of prospects for the last fighter, which we got Lloyd, the sword fighter from Tales of Symphonia, uh, Dragonborn from the, uh, from um, Skyrim, Skyrim, thank you, uh, sword fighter as well, Dante, another sword fighter, so Dante is from Devils May Cry. Uh, Shantae is a brawler and includes a music track with that one. And they're 75 cents each. And it was released earlier this week, as well as the announcement of a Min Min Amiibo to be released in 2022. That one I thought was really cool uh, when I saw that picture come across. So he was really careful with her. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Especially because we're far off from getting an actual Amiibo for that. Someone in I think Discord or Twitter said they should just make a whole arms line of amiibo. <laughs> yes, they should. Uh, let me go back to these. Uh, At least it's not a Pokemon. At least there's, there's a small number of fighters to deal with. What's it going <laughs> Yes, up? I was uh, just reading Mason uh, Masson's thing. You're talking about celebrating me celebrating oh. July Fourth with a trend package and <laughs> smooth balls. Okay. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, fun times in the chat. All right. And with that, also, Sakurai-san says the next fighter will be the last one announced later this year. So he says there will be last one. I still think there's going to be a going away party one, <laughs> essentially. 
after that last one. Yeah. Well, he, he basically said he's been working on this game for about 10 years. If you yeah. count the work done on the 3DS and Wii U version, which yeah. this was based off of. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's a long time to work on one game. That is a long time. That guy needs to take a long, deserved break. But unless he's unless he's really itching to do some other project that he's probably been waiting to do. He's the type of person that doesn't take breaks up. What kind of like me? If I'm if I'm on a break, I I, I get I don't know what to do. I need to do something. Yeah, <laughs> I, need another, I need another project. Yeah, I, do you I, think he'll? Do you think he'll work on something like one of his like a sequel to one of his previous projects, or maybe a remaster of one of his previous projects? I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll get another Kid Icarus game after all. <laughs> yeah, I would take either a remaster or a sequel. I'd, either one would be great. And uh, Artemis Joe, hey, how's it going? I got a friend of mine who's watching. Already. Very cool. All right. And he said hi in the chat. So, all right. So, next one we got is on the news items list is my Nintendo Legend of my Nintendo Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD sweepstakes. I was trying to read that all in one (laughs) swoop there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we've got a sweepstakes going on. If you haven't noticed, if you haven't been in your My Nintendo in a while, where uh, you can submit an entry cost of 10 platinum points and you get up to three times the entry for the sweepstakes. You have until August 1st, but of course, 11.59 uh, Pacific time to enter. And the drawing will take place on or about August 4th. Now, the prizes will be 10 w- winners will receive a prize pack valued at $390 each, which includes a 24-inch by 14.5 inch acrylic panel art featuring portraits of the main characters from the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Power A enhanced wireless controller featuring the Hylian crest design. Nintendo store exclusive, the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD t-shirt. And hardcover, I was gonna say hardcore, (laughs) hardcover (laughs) edition of the Legend of Zelda encyclopedia published by Dark Horse. So again, if you haven't been out there, in fact, I'm going to take this uh, link yeah, I, here. I, I, I saw that. Oh, that's a good idea. I saw this in the uh, weekly press release at the at the bottom after the download section, yeah. and I'm like, "Ooh, I need to enter." So I entered my three times and spent my thirty points. Yep, I can't remember where I saw it. I can't remember if it was in our Discord or or the email or whatever. But I think it was Discord. I saw it come through. Somebody posted that 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 was posted and I was, I jumped on that pretty quickly too. So it's, yes, it's still very, very well, maybe hardcore, <laughs> hardcore edition of the legend Zelda encyclopedia. You know, I, I have that book. I, and I have like the entire trilogy of dark horse Zelda books. And uh, with the exception of the, the, the Hyrule Astoria that had the timeline in it from 10 years ago, I yeah. haven't even opened them. <laughs> oh Yeah. In fact, one of them got one of the books got ruined in flooding, and I had to and I bought it again to replace it. But so well, it's somewhere behind me in this mess. But thankfully, you were able to rebuy it. Yeah. So yeah, I have. What's funny is I bought the special edition of the encyclopedia, one of the encyclopedias, the gold one. It looks like the gold cartridge. And I kind of wish I didn't have that one because it doesn't match the other two books. <laughs> Because the yeah. the encyclopedia normally is just blue, 
Oh, yeah, I think that that's still from Dark Horse, or is that a different publisher? No, it's still Dark Horse. They just had a. They just had. They had the trilogy. They all look the same. But the encyclopedia, if I remember correctly, they had a special edition version that was oh, looked okay. like the gold cartridge. Okay, because the three I have are the green, red, and blue books. Yes. That go in a set. Yep, I would. I would go get it right now, but that would derail us too much. So does that mean <laughs> if they make a fourth one, would it be a purple book? I hope so. That'd be cool. Because that's the but, only color well, missing from the four sword. <laughs> they did make another one. Oh, that's true. They did make another book, but it doesn't go with that trilogy of books. And it's the the book on the creation of Breath of the Wild. Okay. Which is actually a really good book too. So, but that's that's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, that's a cool contest that they're doing. So, hopefully, somebody in our community gets this. That'd be cool to see. One of the ten winners out of probably millions of people. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll be Bruce. He's won like three contests, including one of ours in the last few weeks. So. I know, right? <laughs> We're rooting for you, Bruce. All right. So, all right. So, we got game release. Uh, one right now that we have is Kiwi. And it comes out August 31st. Uh, I do. I remember the name, but I don't remember what the game is. Yeah, I do don't remember. remember. It featured you know, little birds that. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. I don't remember what they, what it did. You know, it was featured in a Nintendo Direct a while back, and Kiwi it, is a chaotic po- postal puzzler starring Jeff and Deborah, two small kiwi birds working in a fun and frantic mailroom. With no hands to help them, they must jump, flap, peck, and butt slam their way across an interactive landscape of levers, bells, and buttons to get those messages delivered on time. Okay. There. So yeah, so that's that now has a release date <laughs> at the end of August. There we go. And with that, we go into some Pokemon Go updates. And so since Justin isn't here to stop me, I don't I can talk for more than a minute on it. Well, he actually <laughs> told me to time you. He told me to get a timer ready. No, I'm kidding, he did not. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so actually this this is new Pokemon news separate from events, which will be later. Uh it, it was announced probably two weeks ago now. So, you know, this was in the notes for last week, but we didn't have a show last week. Um, at the end of July, trainers from the U S and New Zealand will get updates to undo many of the pandemic driven updates to make the game that, that made the game more playable for people from home or from safer distances. So there's what's getting reverted is in order to get Pokemon to spawn from an incense, trainers must be moving. Buddy Pokemon will deliver fewer gifts, and distances to reach Pokestops and gyms will return to normal. What will continue? Incense times will remain at 60 minutes. No walking requirements for Go Battle League. And the increase in gift amounts. So you can store up to 20 instead of 10, and you can open up to 30 per day instead of 20. Increase Stardust and experience at the start of each day. See, I didn't even know about that one, but apparently we're keeping it. What's getting added? To encourage exploration, trainers will receive up to two free raid passes per day from spinning gym photo discs. Today, it's only one per day. Guaranteed gifts to give to friends when spinning Pokestops as long as you do not already have the maximum amount that you can store in your inventory and receive 10 times XP bonus for spinning a Pokestop for the first time. So when this goes live, I'll be able to, you know, explore areas of the city I normally don't go to, try to get that extra XP. (laughs) 
I should uh, let my daughter know about this because she said she re-downloaded this. She's been on this Pokemon kick lately, so she actually beat uh, Shield, and and we'll talk about this later. But it had me re-download it as well. So, um, but she also downloaded this, and I may be reaching out to you and asking questions like, "Okay, what do I do again with this?" <laughs> sure. And so you know, the the U.S. and did I say New Zealand? So it's already scrolled off. Yeah, U.S. and New Zealand will be the pilots of the changes and the plans to be rolled out worldwide later this year. Nice. Yeah, and I got her to re-download Home, and I re-downloaded Home as well, so I'll probably have I to download. I never used Home. Well, yeah. like I lied. I never used Home until I wanted the Meltan box. Okay. Because when, when they added the ability to get a Meltan box when you send a Pokemon from Go into Home... Then I installed it, but I literally only have like three Pokemon in it because I got boxes for each one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, apparently I'm diving back into Pokemon. So oh, I'm of Bruce, way behind in the chat asking if, what is it, if, there's, if there's only two of us. <laughs> no, don't you see Marty and Justin here? There's Hey, Marty. Hey, Justin, say hi. See? Uh, I, see, they said hi. <laughs> I almost said a joke, but. No, I can't say that because it'd be a spoiler for later. But, oh. Uh, you know. It, it, yes, it don't been, spoil it. I'm not done yet. It would have been a DZLC <laughs> joke, but uh, I'll I'll leave that one alone. Okay. <laughs> You'll have to write it down so you can share it with me later when I'm done I'll, with the game. I'll, I'll try to remember. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So next up we have events. <laughs> I think we confused Bruce with that little uh, sidestep conversation. <laughs> anyway, so um, so some Pokemon events coming up for Pokemon Go. Uh, July 3rd this weekend will be the Tepig Community Day from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Uh, you know, we've already talked a bit about Pokemon Go Fest scheduled for 17th and 18th. There was details about day one about a month ago, two ago. But there was very little information about the 18th. We now have information on it. It'll be a big raid day. Legendary Pokemon will be appearing globally in five-star raids. There'll be four hours in rotation that change what's in raids. So during the wind hours, 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. hours, there'll be Mewtwo, uh, Ho-Oh, Latias, Latios, Regagigas, Altered Form, Giratina, Cresselia, Verizian, and Thernian Form, Tornadus will be appearing in raids. During the Lava Hours, 11 o'clock and 3 o'clock, will be Moltres, Entei, Regirock, Groudon, Heatran, Reshiram, Terrakion, Therian Form, Landorus, and Yveltal. <laughs> That's the one that catches me. During the frost hours, noon and four, will be Articuno, Suicune, Lugia, Regice, Kyogre, Palkia, and Curium. Plus, Uxie, Mesprit, and Azelf will appearing in five-star raids in the regions they normally appear in. So, that one, I'm definitely wanting to get some remote invites from Europe and Asia to try to get the two I don't have yet. And then during the thunder hours, 1 p.m. and 5 p.m., will be Zapdos, Raikou, Registeel, Rayquaza, Dialga, Cabalion, I don't even know what that one is. I'll have to look it up. Therian Form Thunderous, Zekrom, and Xerneas. In addition, trainers with GoFest tickets will earn extra benefits. 
an extra 10,000 XP for winning a raid. That's effectively double. And so if you have a lucky egg running, you get 40,000 per, per raid. That is insane. You can get up to 10 raid passes per day, uh, during, you know, during the event for non rate, non remote. That's actually going to the, the gyms and raiding there. You can complete timed research to earn up to eight remote raid passes, and there'll be a discounted bundle of three remote raid passes that can be that'll be available to purchase. Wow! So that's wow. a whole weekend thing, right? So yeah, that's all one day. That's day two. Yeah, this is all day two. Day one will be a different set of events. Right. We talked. We've talked about them before. Right. So, that's crazy. Uh, and then, so and it's, it's, it's $5 for a ticket that'll give you access to events on both days. But things nice. like things that are affecting wild spawns and raids, anyone can participate. But, uh, the things that you need a ticket for, if you don't have a ticket, you won't have access to them. Okay. And then finally, which, go ahead. I was going to say, which this also gives a warning to anybody else who doesn't play Pokemon Go. To watch out for people walking around in their neighborhoods and <laughs> their parks and all that kind of stuff in case they're trying to catch stuff. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so you know, be, with, with the pandemic changes, I think it, it was safer. You know, they they made it so you can do things from in your car or from your home. So a lot of that still may be going on. But okay. you know, with, with that Sunday being a big raid day, there probably will be a lot of people out and about. Yeah. Okay. And then finally, the five-star raids announced for July. Today was Bidoof Day. Bless you. So, you're welcome. Uh, so, um, so they had Bidoof in all raids. One-star, three-star, and five-star. It was weird. <laughs> but when that ended at 8 o'clock tonight, Defense Forum Deoxys uh, will be in raids until July 16th at 10 a.m., Follow that with with Mewtwo will, will return in raids, with the exception of the 18th that we previously talked about, until July 23rd at 10 a.m. And after that, the Pokemon that'll be in raids will yet to be announced. Sorry, you just reminded me of something. I need to find my uh, my Pokeball <laughs> and figure out what I do with that thing. Oh, like like the. the the controller that was the controller one, yeah. yeah, yeah. I still use those. I have them in my car. Yes, I need to figure <laughs> out. I, it should be in my controller box here, but I'll have to look for that later. It wasn't visible. Nice. All right. Yeah, you did, just remind me of that. Okay. Do you have any <laughs> other Pokemon questions before we move on? Uh not yet. Mine will come as I'm doing the things. So. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about what we've been playing. <laughs> I forgot Bruce to check asks, chat. Bruce <laughs> yes. asks, what is the hairiest Pokemon? Yes. I, uh, now I'm trying to think of what his name is, but it, he's, uh, dang it, I need to look it up. But uh, the one I'm thinking of is like, basically it looks like a big ape that's laying down and lazy. Uh, give me a moment and I can find it. It goes, it's a, a slack, slacking? Slacking, like he's he's lazy, so he's slacking. <laughs> well, well, while you're looking that up, uh, Quags ask, uh, we need or suggest we should have a what your kids have been playing. Uh, 
section as well. And that's, that's not a bad idea. Although for Jesse, that might be a little bit, well, I don't know if you, you talk to your kids still, so they might tell you what they're playing anyways. Like, like link tells you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know, I know he's been playing the game that we've been playing. Okay. To other things. Yes. So, <laughs> yep. And then sometimes I do talk about what Sam's been playing, especially if he's played with me. Um, but if he hasn't and he's off doing his games with his sister or something, especially being summertime and off from school, then I don't usually bring that up, but that, that is a good idea I have to keep that in mind. So did you find the one that the hairiest one? Well, well, I'm not sure if it really is, but slacking was the one I was thinking of. Okay. Gotcha. And then, uh, Ninfrendo says Beardomon, Beardimon and Myrdodon, Beardodon, made up Pokemon. <laughs> or they're Digimon, one of the two. That's true. <laughs> Very true. And what I see the, the code for the manscaping thing has come up a couple of times. Now, what is it again? Just to make sure that I'm typing it right. Nin dads, N I N D A D S. It is Nin dads, right? Because yes. I saw somebody say often dads. <laughs> so, not sure if that's right or not. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I didn't put anything at the bottom of the show during closer. We should probably add that if we, so we were kind of bring it up at the closer, but we can do that later. <laughs> I think we, we, we've we talked about that, you know, quite a bit during yeah. the show. I, I think people are already getting sick of hearing it. Right. Well, I just wanted to make sure it's like they got the right code. So, right. Yeah. You don't want to give them the wrong code and then not get their 20% off and free. Yes, shipping. it's true. All right, Jesse, go ahead. What are you, what are you, what are you even playing? All right. I, since it's been two weeks since our last show, I have a few things here. The first one I want to talk about is Power Wash Simulator. Kind of did it <laughs> as a joke stream on Father's yeah. Day. That game's actually pretty fun. Oh, yeah. It, it, it is a, it gets you into a Zen state. You know, it, it, it relaxed my brain like Picross does. Nice. You know, of which there's a new Picross game coming out tomorrow by Atui. Uh, it'll be interesting to I see how that, that, how that goes. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, kind of, it, it, it starts you off with this mucked up truck was thrown in your garage, which happens to have power wash equipment in it. So you use it to clean it, and then you know, you use basically use it to start your own business. So you you got a friend who's like advertising for you and getting bring, finding jobs for you. And so I think on stream I did the truck and then one other job. I don't remember what that other job was, but it was at a remote location. And then every time I finished a job, you kind of get another smaller in-garage job and then another remote job. I've done, like, I think I'm on the fourth remote job. I think there's five total. And this game is still in early access. So it might expand in the future. But, yeah, I I don't remember what I paid for it. I think it might have been 20 bucks. It wasn't too expensive, so that's, that's why. Marty originally wanted to play it, but they didn't have a Mac version. Well, I said, I'll do it. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like oh, oh, fun. And uh, in fact, you know, during the calls today, I actually loaded this up and played a little bit of it to kind of calm my my mind down from all the excitement of being on the, those fired, you know, asbestos filled calls today. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Anyway, and you know, they have like various nozzles. You can have like a wide spray that has a lower lower power. Yeah, which will get rid of like most of the stuff. But if anything's like really gunked in, you're gonna have to narrow the beam to have a, a more solid spray pressure to get it off. You're able to buy like soap attachments and different soaps that help clean specific surfaces. I tried a few of them, but they don't last very long and again, gets to be kind of expensive with the, it's all in game currency. It's not real money. Uh, but still, yeah. it, uh, I did, I just, it's, I just rather not use them and spend the extra time just hosing down the spots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so then, you know, I, I, on the last show I started, I, I had played Metroid Fusion and started playing Samus Returns. I had finished Samus Returns and, like most Metroid's games, those last two or three boss fights are awful, but I still like the game. Yeah. Like that, 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 and the last fight, I think I start, I got there on Wednesday. Couldn't beat it Wednesday. Couldn't beat it Thursday. Fi- finally beat it on like my third run on Friday. And I can only do like three or four, maybe five runs at a time because my hands start cramping up. I was going to say, was that the one that your hands were hurting in? Yeah, because I'm playing this on a 3DS. Yeah. Which is this Do you have a grip on that? I don't have a grip. Okay. I probably should. I probably needed one. I've never felt like I needed a grip on a 3DS before. Until you play those longer games. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I played Dragon Quest on them, and and they're fine. But they're not as intense, though, right? Yeah, they're not as... Where you're probably is, clenching a little harder, trying to <laughs> yeah, especially for like two minutes straight. Yeah. Anyway, but so I I, I had fun, so I decided to uh, play Zero Mission on the Wii U, and I got that done and knocked that out in a day. And in fact, my playtime on that was like three hours twenty, three hours seventeen, something like that. And of the three save states on the game, that one is the quickest. And I, and I, I no, definitely wasn't trying to speed run it. And there was parts I got stuck and kind of hung around a while. But still, that was the, fa- the fastest run I had. In fact, like the middle run had the longest time and didn't even finish the game. I got stopped right, right near the end. But so I played Zero Mission. Uh, I recently, and earlier this week, I decided to remod my Wii. I got a new external hard drive and started loading up games on it again. Okay. Uh, on so the Wii, on my Wii. Okay. Yeah, not the Wii U, but the original Wii. Gotcha. That's right. That that's right. Because you posted something about pulling your Wii out. I, I remember that now. Right. And <laughs> th- everything I said in that statement was using proper terms and and grammar and everything, and I yep. still got picked on for sounding dirty. I'm like, yes, that's a you problem, not me. <laughs> That's because everybody's mind is in the gutter. That's that's just the way right. it is, you know. Anyway, so I probably like if I get another game drought, I'll probably play other M again. Okay. It's been a while since I played that. Since it's yep. effectively like three dot five. Episode is asking if you're interested in playing Federation Force. Not at all. There's actually a few of us in the community who are interested in possibly getting together like a four of us to get together to try to play that. I, I talked I talked about playing these Metroid games in the in the Discord and someone asked, What about Metroid Prime? And I responded, Hell no. Yeah. Because I can't yep. play those games. I last time I tried playing Prime One, 
I got nauseous. I, I cannot play those. Have you tried the, the bracelets to try no, games with that? But I just don't like first person shooters. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I like them all. Give me all the Metroids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. A, a game I picked up, yeah, I think it was released two weeks ago and I played it earlier this week. It's called Seven Years From Now. It's not really a game. It's like an interactive story. You literally have no choices. There's no options, no trees, oh, no paths. Okay. It's just you do walk around the city and you, go, you have to go into the right place and talk to the right people to continue the story. That's really all the agency you have. But I like the story. If it, it, if so you the like story is engaging. Yeah. If, if you know, it's, it's set in Japan, it's very anime. It's the graphics art style is like voxel. So like 8-bit graphics, but expanded the 3d okay uh, so you know if you're not a fan of voxel art you probably won't like it but like the story if you liked the story of world's end club you'd probably like the story of this oh okay and um you, you, you roll credits in like three or four hours but then after that it opens up and at the end i'm thinking oh that's it i want to know what happens after that and oh it opens up extra stories so it tells you what happens after that which is like another 2 or 3 hours okay so uh, i i don't remember what i paid for that it wasn't too expensive but i i liked that and if you like anime time traveling stories I do, I, especially after playing Worlds End Club. I do like that. Yeah, I so. think you, you'd you'd like this one, and it's you know, okay. it's it can be it, it can be played in two or three ses- sessions yep. if you have the if, if you're able to sit into a session that long. It says it's on the Switch, Android, Windows, and iOS, so multiple places to be able to play. Okay. Yeah, I played it on the Switch. Okay. Okay. Uh, and Steam. Uh, oh yeah, everything's on Steam, just like Final yes. Fantasy games. <laughs> of which did you Don't see? Don't bring that up again. <laughs> the, the, Steam has posted the 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 slots for the six Final Fantasy games. Put prices on the first three of them. They'll release by the end of next month. You can buy them yes. separately, or they have a bundle. That'll you'll get all six when they're released. Nice. Um, the bundle is $75, and that's a discounted price of, I think it's like, I think I did the math, and the normal price would have been like 96 bucks. Okay. So, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to buy any of these, because if I really wanted to play them, I can play, I can hook up my Vita, or my PlayStation TV, or play on my Vita, or I have five on the GBA, so I've got other ways to play You have games. ways to play it. So gotcha. I'm probably not going to get out of my way just to buy the PC version. Of course, if it was on the Switch, I would buy them. Of course. Whether I play them or not, I don't know, but I would buy them. <laughs> well, knowing that the how much these cost, do you think they would split up the collection and be like one through three and then four through six? I don't think they'll do them as sub-collections. You don't think so? They'll at least, sell at least they, them yeah, separately? Yeah. That's the, well, you don't think they'll do a physical collection? No. Okay. Well, I mean, if they come to Switch, you mean? Yeah, if they were to come to Switch, do you think they would do a physical collection? I think... Or collections. I, th- I, th- 
I don't know. It, they might do it on, on a on a cart, but th- since each one's its own separate purchase, they probably wouldn't put them on a cart. Okay. And then they're able to you know, update them each separately. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, I still want to see them on Switch, but... Maybe that's why they didn't come out for the Switch. Maybe they're getting them out on the these these platforms so they can get those yeah, bugs well, out we'll, of there. I guess we'll, we'll find out after they release 4, 5, and 6. Yes. Which still doesn't have a release date yet. Okay, <laughs> so I I did start Mario Golf Super Rush. I maybe halfway through the story mode. You got it, you, you've also got it marked down as a game you're playing. I have not gotten far whatsoever. I just got into the practice mode in in the story mode. What right just right at the beginning, like when I walk in and can start taking my first swings. Okay, <laughs> that's the only part. Yeah, I got. and so I, 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 the cross cross country mode. I do not like that mode, and I think everyone who was talking about it in Discord agrees. I don't know if there was anyone who really liked it. <laughs> yeah, I read that too. And yeah, and I got to the I got to the point where I was almost ready to quit because of that mode. And I I changed changed my strategy up and it, it did work. You really have to think about the order of the, the holes. Mm. But yeah, I think that's what I heard too. Yeah. For those who don't know what cross country mode is, um like it gives you a map and you you have say it gives you six holes you have to sink it in whenever when you the order can be any order you want as long as you do them all within a set number of strokes like 30 strokes and when you do sink a putt you basically just you know move the the ball to the nearest fairway for, to that green and then you just go from there you you don't start start over at a tee you just keep going from where you left off. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and the, the the main issue with that one is there's multiple elevation points. Yeah. And they have these little tornadoes that help you bring, you know, you shoot the ball into it, it'll shoot the ball up. And then if you walk into it, you'll get thrown up. So, you, <laughs> yeah, not that, but... <laughs> uh, but that's how you traverse. Okay. And I, I just kept on getting hitting it at the wrong angle because, of course, now I know how curves work. If I knew, I didn't know quite how curves worked back then. That would have helped. Okay. And, uh, so basically I know what to I look out for when I get to that point. <laughs> basically, my strategy was go for the one at the highest elevation first. And if I screw it up, I could just restart the course and I don't lose a lot of progress where before I try at last. And if I have to quit or fail, then I have to do the first five holes again. But once I get that, what that first hold out of the way, going to the lower elevation holes is a lot faster because, you know, gotcha. gravity helps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, so uh, that's, that's the game. I'll continue. I'll continue playing. Um, before I get to the last game, why don't you go with what your your games? And since you've also played the last game on my list, okay, and then we'll talk about that one at the end. Okay, gotcha. All right, so um, 
I haven't been playing much, even though I wrote down quite a few. It's actually, I didn't get started until late, even though we had a week off essentially. Uh, but it's been busy. Um, if everybody knows my story, I've been, we're trying to get things ready for helping my mom move out of her house, sell her house, get her temporarily in our house so that we can then close out that house sale and then move her into a new house. So lots going on. Originally, we thought we were actually going to move in with my mom and I was going to move all of this, but it's been crazy. So uh, thankfully, I don't have to move. I still have to move all of this, but um, thankfully, I don't have to move houses for my my family. So but with that, I've been able to squeeze in a little bit of gaming time. Uh, Pokemon Shield actually being one of them. I thought I was done playing that. I actually sold off uh, the physical copy that I had because we had four. We had four copies of Pokemon, two of each, you know, the sh- uh, shield and sword. And I had one for myself and one for my wife and neither of us were playing it. So I sold it and my kids were playing there. So um, I decided to uh, I had it downloaded copy, so I still had it, but I just took it off my switch. But my daughter started playing it was to me and then just recently she was like hey dad are you still playing pokemon and i said no and she's like 65 hours in and i think she's she's actually beating the game now by the, at this point but she's been 65 hours in and gotten a lot of pokemon she's been in the trading and all that kind of stuff and so she was asking if i had it so she could trade some things with me so i re-downloaded it and started playing a little I didn't bit get into i think i it's like two or three gyms in and like fell off yeah so i just got to Luckily, I still had my same files, so I didn't have to totally restart because I still had my team that I had created from the very beginning. Uh, and I just got through the stadium part. So the the beginning of the the event in that game. So um, I don't know how far I'm going to get. It's not going to be primary game for me. I'm just kind of playing it to, you know, tra- do some trades with my daughter and kind of so I can talk to her about it and we have something to talk about. So we'll see how far that takes me. Uh, but for now, that's where I'm at and that's where I've been playing it. And uh, she just bought the expansion pass. So uh, she's going to be diving into those as well. So I'll get a perspective of that from, from her as soon. I guess that's kind of like her summer game right now, <laughs> even though she's already kind of beaten it with not even June or just starting in July. Um. Mario Golf Super Rush, as I said, when you were talking about it, Jesse, I just started that as well with the, doing the story mode. Again, not a lot of time, but I got my my me character set up and I just walked into the practice session and then I turned it off. Uh, that one has six courses, right? Or is it just five? Uh, practice? You know, or courses. Or, or the, the story oh, mode. Yeah. I, I, think I, I think I'm in the second to last course. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't even know how many courses yet because I haven't even seen that part yet. It's just been a lot of talking right now, getting through that part, and I just walked up to the practice area and then going from there. Um, and I just started that after I beat the next game I'm talking about, which is World's End Club. I beat that game recently. Jesse, I know you beat that a while ago. Um, uh, but I finally beat that one. I love how the story is in that game. Um and this being kind of, I guess, my first type of game like this, this this was very, a lot of it was a surprise for me uh, for playing a lot of this, this type of game. So it was very exciting to play. Uh, although I will say this is that 
there's a lot of less playing elements than I expected, more story elements. Uh, but I guess that's the kind of game that this is. So usual games like this. Uh, so, but I still, the story was what kept me going. And so the, the part that I liked about it, especially in the demo was some of the platforming elements, uh, in the gaming elements of that action oriented, more action oriented than RPG oriented. Uh, so I liked it cause it was very just straightforward action gameplay. Uh, but it was more again, story heavy. So it was a lot of listening. It is all. It is all um, voiceover, right, Jesse? I believe. I don't think there was any reading. I mean, everything has got subtitles. Everything was voiced. Everything was voiced, so that was nice and stuff. But um, yeah, I I knew at the end of playing the demo that, and the you know, gave you a little preview of the end before the game started. Yeah. So, in order to get from point A to point X, I figured that. The, the the gameplay was not going to be the same as the demo. It was going to be they took the basic elements and continued on with that and expanded on it. But the, the actual, at least you know the what do they call it? The the, the game that they were playing the. I don't forget the, the, in the demo. Yeah, in the, in in the, the demo, the game. Yeah, the, the game they were playing uh, the fate game. The fate game. Yeah. So I figured that. There wouldn't be anything similar to Fate game throughout the rest of the game or most right. of the rest of the game. So I, I was not caught off guard when it when it wasn't. <laughs> but for, for those like probably like you or other people who aren't familiar with those type of games, they probably were hoping for more of the same and it didn't give the same. Right. Well, it wasn't more of I figured the, the story would go somewhere different and it felt like it went like three different ways different but still all intertwined with each other and, and sometimes literally yeah, <laughs> yeah so but that the, it was so fun to experience this to without giving too too much away because i w- would love to see if other people have the same type of experience but the best part of it is being able to play the game choosing your the, you know path that you're going to go because you have routes you can go throughout the game and then making your choices towards the end. And of course, the end is what's going to make it fun. So, <laughs> again, I'm trying not to give away too much. So. And, you know, you know I remember after playing the demo, I had a lot of questions and that was weird. And all of that does get resolved with by the end. Yes, yes. Kind of satis- very satisfyingly. Yeah. So, again, it's... It was a very fun game to play because uh, of it more of, again, I'm saying game and play because, and I don't want to say that too much because there isn't a lot of gameplay. <laughs> There's more so. gameplay in this game than seven years from now. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. So I'll give that as oh, an example. I wish I didn't even explain what the plot was, but I'll get to that. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to that after you're done. Okay. So I put it this way where, in some games where there's a lot of gameplay and then you have your story breaks, this is story with gameplay breaks. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, and, but that's what I liked. Again, the story was what, what was keeping me intrigued. It was like listening to audiobook and then mixing in with some gameplay, you know? So 
and at least it didn't surprise you with the game differences because it gives you a timeline with nodes and yes. you know based on the node what type of play will be coming. Yes, because you know that you're going to be doing a story or an act and the acts are the ones that have the action. Uh, and then um, what was the third one? There's story, acts, or is camp. it just those two? Camp, yes, the camp one. Yep, so... And camp is where you talk to all your the people who's with you at the camp. So yeah, it's like story, but kind of optional. I don't think yes. you, you you can completely skip them and not really pick up anything new. It's just true lore building. Yep. So again, it was for me. It was like listening to audiobook with some occasional gameplay. <laughs> so in between, but I had a lot of fun with it and I really enjoyed it. So what was the seven years from now? Okay. Uh, so seven years from now, I wanted to bring up that one. There is no voice acting. You do have to read everything, but okay. uh, like, like a game starts off with you having a flashback, making a promise to someone you, who is off camera. So you don't know who he or she is saying, we need to come back here in seven years from now. You know, on this, on this day, April 1st, Seven years from now, and that, and then you wake up to current time, and who like you're with your dad and a stepmom, or the other way around, who going back to this home, the city where you were, where you grew up in, where you spent most of your time in a hospital, and had all your friends were other hospital or other patients, the kids in this hospital for reasons you don't know yet you learn mm. throughout the course of the story. And uh, so then you, you'll figure out, you know, who are you trying to meet seven years from now? Why? And it, it, it's more, it's kind of like breath of the wild storytelling. Most of the story is past than present, but okay. uh, it still is a good story. And I liked it. Cool. Yep, I got it. Uh, it's off to the side to look at later when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. And uh, speaking of no voiceovers, but mainly just reading, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. Uh, I've been playing that. Just That's what actually took me away from Mario Golf Super Rush, uh, even though I just got it started because like, I beat World's End Club. Then I was like looking for stuff to play, but uh, you know when I during my downtimes, and then I was like, oh, okay, I'll play Super, I'll play Mario Golf, I'll get that. Sorry, I started playing that, and then uh, actually Doki Doki wasn't the main thing that took it away. It was also Pokemon Shield. My daughter asked me to download that, so it was like I started Mario Golf, then got pulled away to do Pokemon Shield, and then Doki Doki came out, and I was like, I gotta play Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, and I'm probably two hours in, I'm guessing. So, and Jesse, you played this before years ago, and you've played through the first story, as you said before, and now into a second playthrough, or pro probably yeah. even a third or fourth. So I, I won't get into <laughs> details because pretty much any detail is spoilery. But uh, yesterday, a game released yesterday, so I, I played through the entire game to credit roll uh, in about four hours. Of course, you know, I knew, I, I, you know, I knowing how to win, you know, the part okay. of the game is figuring out how to win when you get to that point. Yep. So, um, I, again, what you had to do in the original game couldn't be done in a console, but they found a way to make it work. And again, I'm not going to 
explain it because like I was, I've seen other people play this on like on YouTube and they didn't even notice it until they were in the end game. Where I noticed it, I noticed it before I even started. So what they were doing. So so after I finished the game, roll credits again. Again, I'll say this. You know, even though the if you think the game's over, it's not until you see a credit roll. When you when you see a credits roll, then it is over. Okay. So I played the credits, then started a new game, and from what I remembered from the original game four years ago, there are alternate endings that you do if you do certain things in specific orders. And again, I can't get into any more details than that, <laughs> but. You know, one you trigger right at the start of the game, and I tr- I triggered it, and doing that actually does unlock some of the uh, photos in the photo gallery. If I don't know if you've found that yet. Yes, I did. I found okay. the computer and um, been on the computer playing that, okay. playing around okay. with that stuff. Yeah. So, so the, okay. So since you know about it, I'll talk about it a little bit. Basically, it gives <laughs> you a fake computer virtual machine, which is really uh, cool, by the way. Like fourth, fourth wall type stuff there yeah anyway so then um, so so you do something at the very beginning of the game to trigger it and then I there's like a super ending that I'm currently working my way on so I'm almost done with what I need what I need to do in act one to get to that ending and I'll hopefully if they do I'll find out if they actually if it actually does so, something when I get to the end. It'll probably be tomorrow. I was hoping to get it done today, but my wife wanted to go out for dinner, so I didn't get a chance to finish. <laughs> I, I think I'm about an hour out. And one thing that does help is if you if you get into a story bit that you've already seen before, you're able to do a skip and do a it does a big fast forward through it, so you don't have to okay. read everything over and over again. Yeah. Well, what's funny is, um, oh shoot, what's her name? The main uh, lead, the president of the club. Monica. Monica, yes. It's funny, one of the things she said during the thing was talking about saving at certain points. And it was like, why am I saying this? It doesn't make any sense, but I thought I should say it. <laughs> I thought that's pretty yep. funny. But yeah, I've been trying to save at certain points where I feel like I'm going to have to make a choice. So I've been saving right before those. So that's what it wants you to do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, and there's a um, reason for it. Yeah. So right now, out. again, I'm playing through first. This is my first playthrough. I've only gotten a couple hours through. Um, and again, this game is everything. Like I told Jesse and the other guys about this and the group was like the, the, the trailer throws you off. It's like what you visually seeing and what you are reading as well in regards to not playing it in front of kids and all that kind of stuff and it's a thriller but Tim hasn't gotten the, to that point yet I haven't gotten to that point yet but I'm there's all this pop pop bubblegum stuff going on and this happy go lucky type yeah. stuff it's like but when he sees it he'll know it yeah <laughs> and I can't wait to see his reaction to it <laughs> so yeah it's 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 very cool and Again, this is why I really like World End Club because it was different stuff that I've never experienced before, especially with, um, I'll say, Avengers type t- stuff going on there as far as uh, 
end game, you know, timeline type stuff going on there. <laughs> so <laughs> my, my son, apparently there's this, this version is also on steam. Apparently it had a problem. Like you know, Bijou Mike tried to buy it and couldn't. My son tried to buy it on steam and couldn't. So, you know, Mike Bijou Mike bought it on switch. My son bought it on PS4. And so PS4 has trophies. Oh, he's yes. wanting the he's wanting the platinum this one, okay. and it, it will require him to get unlock all of the photos, all of the the uh, the poems. Okay, every, he's got to take every path. It will require multiple playthroughs. I could see that. I could see that. That that would probably be my motivation too if I had this on PS4. Definitely. Cool. Any last uh, regard? Any news you want to say in regards to Doki Doki Literature Club Plus? Uh, yeah, Mecca's asked what was the problem with Steam. I don't know. It was just physically, the game wouldn't physically download, apparently. Or my, my, my son put it on his cart and then it was taken out of his cart. So I, I don't know if something's wrong with the Steam port or not. But uh, the, the, the way the way this, this game is set up, you know, it, it plays just as well on anything. The, the original game was done in Renpy, which is kind of like a visual novel. It's like RPG maker for visual novels. Okay. And it's, uh, and it's, it's, so uh, it's like a, it's like a scripting language in a way. Uh, this, 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 this version of the game has been writ- rewritten from the bottom up in, I think they said Unity. Yeah. So uh, I think that's what I saw. So up. the yeah. tricks that you did in Windows doesn't work anymore you have to do it through the virtual machine that uh we, we talked about yes which is still really cool to me I, I like that i like little things like that all right so with that uh before we move on to the community spotlight because we have a lot of questions a lot of comments from our community and i did grab a few that were in the chat as well uh one thing i wanted to point out that i have on deck that came to me out of the blue that I saw was uh, that I have on deck to play is Lego Builder's Journey. I don't know if you've heard of this, Jesse, but it's a Lego game, but it's called Builder's Journey. And it kind of reminded me of um, uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker, how that looks with the, you know, the the isometric view. Uh, But this is all built with Legos. So, um, it takes. It says it takes place in a Lego brick world, brought to life with most accurately rendered Lego elements yet to feature on screens. Uh, breathtaking world filled with brick by brick effects, accompanied by beautiful soundtrack. Um, uh, it's it's a puzzle game basically uh, that you use the bricks to basically follow the instructions to get through, I guess, a a, a path, or you can break the rules uh, of the instructions to try to make the same path. So oh, okay. again, I one of those games. Yeah, so I just downloaded it, so I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen yet, but I'm hoping to maybe, if I can find some time, maybe I'll stream it over the weekend or something. Uh, This is one I just picked up on my own, too, because I didn't, like I said, it just came out of nowhere. I saw it, and it looked very interesting and cool, so I figured I'd pick it up. Right, so since you brought said a future game, I'll bring up one that it was announced, I think it was announced this more, or I guess it was announced last night. Um, the so you know the uh, Rainy Frog who publishes like the the pixel oh, yeah yeah pix, pixel cross pixel lines like those. yes 
and the most recently Pixel Cells, which I didn't like, um, is releasing a game soon called Pixel Puzzle and Watch Collection, which it looks like, like it's a game for the Switch, but it looks like it will be like Game and Watch games, like LCD type of stuff that does pixel line, pixel cross, and something else. Yeah, that was a very type, confusing um, type of gameplay. So the trailer. <laughs> that one is definitely one I'm gonna I'm gonna check out. If uh, it was if deceiving. Re- if I get a review code, I'll do a video on it. Uh, well, cool. Well, uh, but that kind of looks interesting. Yeah, it was very deceiving in the fact that if it didn't start off with the Switch logo, that you would think they were going to be selling actual Game yeah. and Watch. I I. I had to start the video over to double check that it had a Switch logo on it. And I'm like, yep, yeah. it does. And then I looked at the press on the, on the, the game info page, uh, which is in Japanese. And it says Nintendo Switch as a platform. Hmm. Uh, so. Very cool. <laughs> it, that's a weird game. <laughs> I can't wait to see what it looks like. All right, Jesse, let's jump into the community spotlight. <laughs> All right, here we go. We've got a few email questions, uh, a couple from our chat that I tried to grab, trying to keep an eye on. Um, And it looks like we got one to end it off with from our Discord community. Um, So we've got first email from Brandon Haworth. Uh, I was recently thinking about the rumored Switch Pro. People talk about it getting exclusive titles, but I have a counter argument. The climate has changed. Let's keep in mind how extraordinarily easily scalper culture made it to acquire a Switch, PS5, and Xbox Series X at launch. There's no reason to believe a Switch Pro wouldn't come just as easy. If Breath of the Wild 2 is a Pro exclusive, imagine how many people would be able to play it after playing or after paying $1,000 to a scalper for a Switch Pro. I feel Nintendo would pause before making a Switch Pro exclusive. Yeah, my thoughts are Nintendo will not do that. Nintendo, any Nintendo published game will work on both. It may work better on the Pro, but it, it'll work better on both. If anyone does make a Pro only game, it'll be a third party. Yeah, just be, you and know, that might, and I don't think that will come until later if they're smart and if they do it. Anything yeah, like uh, yeah, like, say Activision decides to they want to if they want to put Call of Duty back on Nintendo systems, they probably will be Pro only. Because it it has the horsepower needed that the Switch won't be able to do have. Good point. Yeah, and hopefully Nintendo's been uh, working on learning responsive coding so that they can do uh, that type of thing where the game is responsive to the, the device it's on. Yeah, like uh, like looking at 3DS versus new 3DS, like games like uh, like Codename Steam was like the epic example of. You want to play this on a new. You can do it on the old, but you want to play it on the new. Yes. Yep. Good game, by the way. Underrated, I believe. So, it's a good game. I remember Zach liking that the most, and I again, I, I wasn't wasn't for me. Right. Yep. It, it isn't. And I think it's probably just because of the quirkiness. I liked it. It was different. So, okay. On to Mecha Dragon's question from his email. 
what games do you dads think future generations of gamers need to at least play? For example, there's tons of games on the SNES, like Super Mario World, that I think kids in the future should play and experience in order to get an appreciation of the games we have today. That's a good question. I, I, I probably had a, a question like this a while back, and I think the answer has probably evolved over the years. Yeah. Like, I think less and less NES games would qualify just because they just don't hold up. You know, like N64 <laughs> games, a lot of them don't hold up. Um, but again, I think, I think like, as, like Dragon Quest Three, I think would be a good example of a game that should be played. Should you play the NES version? Probably not. There are better versions <laughs> out there. And there will be a great version coming out next year. Yes. <laughs> or later this year. I forget when they said the window was. Yeah. I think that uh, for me, it's probably gauge it on the the kids interest um or future gamers interest in games so it's going to be like if they're interested in a specific genre then of course give them a few games that lead up to um maybe showing them to design how it evolved from a certain point to to now um or depending on if they're really into games and maybe want to be a developer themselves or whatever also give them that history lesson if you will uh i guess i'm trying to think of like he brought up super mario world on this snes and i think that showing how super mario brothers evolved from the nas through its three versions you know one two and three even the the difference between the Japanese version and the U.S. version, uh, and then going to when it came over to Super Mario World, I think again it's like okay, you're, if you got a generation of gamers who are into platformers, show them that how that evolved, and you know even if they don't finish it, maybe it's something they go and test out, especially with them being available. Say in this example again, Super Mario Brothers being available on the Switch. If they have a Switch, they can go and play on the nso library of games up to that point so they can get a feel for that yeah i think in a lot of cases you don't want to necessarily start them with game one of a franchise right you know because again a lot of they have a lot of mechanics that are obsolete uh so you know but if say someone likes a new kirby game then yeah have them try the old kirby games and say this is you know this is how the pot the franchise started then it yep. evolved to where we're at now same with mario mario one you know probably not a good game to start with but <laughs> if they liked three or right. world then yeah have them try one it's still a good game that holds up but right. there are just better games out there and it's always it does it is harder to go back to you know the first games because of how much um you know improvements they made over the years so if you go back to it like for me i started off with the metroid prime and metroid fusion games and went backwards from there well i did play metroid 2 on my game boy uh but again still i i didn't complete that as much as i did fusion i completed fusion then i tried to go back to those you know super metroid and even metroid and even super metroid was had some you know quality of life things that yeah, or didn't I have those quality of, of life things like i kind of Fusion probably did. not going to play super metroid again unless they do a remake on it just because right of the quality of life improvements that they did do with fusion and zero mission 
right aren't in super and kind of need it but again it's still you know some people say it's still one of the best games ever without them yes and don't want to see it remade for that reason foundationally i think it is very very good game for the metroid list of games so but i'm I might launch it and play the first hour or two again, but I, I remember I always have problems at the end and I need to use a walkthrough to, f- to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> where if it, it had a, a better mapping system like in other future games, I might not have that problem. Right. And that's where I think people also said that, you know, the good old pencil and paper type of thing, right? Or, or a book. <laughs> right. So, but yes. So, but the, yeah, going back to the question at hand, it was basically never try to force it on anybody if they're inter- if there's some interest there just recommend it say hey check out this game especially if it's something they're into now like Jesse was saying you know you know hey you're into this game that's out now like Kirby maybe go check out some of the pat these past gems that you might enjoy again if you still have like a Wii floating around there was a 20th anniversary Kirby collection that had yes like five or six different games on it that would be very true that could be a good starting point and they can pick and choose which games they want to try. Yes. Great question, Mecca, as usual. All right, Russ G, we got uh, which of you would look forward to or is wanting a Metroid Dread themed Switch? Switch Lite or Switch Regular? (laughs) I am so looking forward to something like that. I hope and pray that we get whatever it is. If it, I hope it's not a light for me personally. If it's a light, great. Uh, you know, I'm sure other people will buy it. I like having a switch, a regular OG switch, or you know, the, the dockable switch. So I'll be just fine with just Joy Cons if they come out with um, Metroid themed switch uh, uh, Joy Con ones. I'd get that. If they have a Pro Pro controller, I'll get that. Um, and of course, if they have a um, themed full on switch, I will want that as well. You know, like the the Monster Hunter one. If they had the whole thing going on there, then yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the Pro. No matter what new Switch model comes out between then and now, I'm I'm going to pass on them until the, the, the Pro is what I have my eye on next. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been back and forth on that too. Like that's all I've been waiting for is the pro. But I think Metroid Dread version or just a Metroid in general one. Of course, if it looks crappy, <laughs> probably won't get it. But uh, if it looks sweet, I'm gonna be all over that. So I will, I will get that. And if a pro comes out, I'll just probably, I'll have to figure that out when that time comes. I guess I'm not gonna figure that out right now. But. If there's a Metroid Dread one that comes out, I'm going to be on top of that. Um, if I had to guess for Marty and Justin, I think Justin's probably in the same boat as Jesse. Probably not going to get a Metroid-themed one. Um, however, Marty might. I think he's probably closer to me on that because he's a he's a 2D Metroid fan as well. Um, I think he needs a new Switch, too as well but he uh, who knows he might also will be having a pull for a pro and wait for that so that's just my guess but another great question i like that one um crimson skidmark (laughs) 
<laughs> Love that name. I, I, I heard Marty. that name well, before. I think that well, was. Uh, yeah, he's he's written in before, and Marty. Yeah, he read that. He didn't start laughing right away, but then just sunk in about two seconds later. He <laughs> died. Yes. <laughs> I think that's where I heard it is when Marty read it. That's right. So, all right. I've been having a bad feeling about Skyward Sword HD concerning its control options. I'm afraid that the button controls will only be for the Switch Lite and in handheld mode with no Pro Controller support. My reasoning is that in both trailers, the one from months ago and the E3 trailer, they have gone out of their way to avoid specifically saying Pro Controller support or even show it in the visuals. They keep saying Joy-Con support for the classic motion controls and button controls so it can be played in handheld mode or the Switch Lite. Is this why we aren't getting Zelda Pro Controller? Why would Nintendo specifically exclude the Pro Controller in these trailers unless they are trying to hide the fact that it is not supported? They did it with Let's Go, Eevee, and Pikachu. Why not Zelda? If this is the case, I may be passing on this HD port. Not that the motion controls are all that bad in this game, but because the Joy-Con are really tiny and cramped for my 40-year-old adult hands with carpal tunnel and arthritis. Please discuss and thanks for all that you do. Thanks, Crimson Skidmark, for your name and for the question. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that is some really good observations, actually. I haven't been looking that close at this in detail at this stuff as you have. How about you, Jesse? Have you noticed anything that sticks out like this? Um... I yeah I don't I'm not sure I I hope that it has pro controller support because pro controller is how I usually play games lately yeah uh, like I very re- the only time I detach the Joy-Con and use them as, separately is when the pro controller is dead <laughs> <laughs> right though that I was thinking about it you know, uh, a while back when I talk people were talking about HD Rumble and I'm like you know they're like well, they haven't done anything good with HD Rumble in a while. And I'm like, well, the way I've been playing games, if they did, I would not know. So. <laughs> yeah. Because I have only been using the Pro Controller. Yep. And actually, there's, some, in regards to the Rumble, the HD Rumble, uh, my Joy-Cons, the, I've, we found out because my son and I were trying to play 1-2 Switch. And it needs Rumble for that. You, yeah, and and we were trying to play, and he kept telling me, it like in certain games, it was like this is not doing anything, and it's like you just can't feel anything. What's wrong with your hands or whatever? And then then we switched Joy Cons, and so, I found out that so the rumble's dead on that on those controllers? on the right one. The rumble's dead on this one. So I haven't been using it that, to a full that, its advantage in makes, some of the games. That makes it harder to count the ice cubes or the bar. Yes, it run. does. <laughs> or the ball one yeah but i was going to show this uh well they won't be able to see it on <laughs> the podcast but if you're watching if you go back to youtube and watch at this point i have the butter fox grips that you can put on your joy cons this is uh, in regards to crimson Skidmark's comment about how he can't use you know the joy cons because of how tiny they are I have these grips on mine, and they they can come off. When I've got these on the switch, I can easily well, pop these them ones off. That were three D printed, or is these a different set? No, these are a different set. The three yeah. D printed ones are for when you're playing, you know, one on one games. This is for when I have them on my switch. They actually oh, okay. give a little grip to the Joy Cons. Okay, so, can... it's still, so it's still gripped in handheld mode. Yes. Okay, so, got it. Yep, and I can 
Like when I have them on my switch, it gives some, you know, handles for me to hold on to for my, and actually a little bit bigger buttons for the shoulder buttons as well. So they've come really in really good handy for me, especially when I was playing asphalt nine a lot, uh, uh, the racing game. Cause I, for whatever reason, the joy con shoulder buttons were not good for gas <laughs> buttons and stuff like that. Uh, but these help give it a little bit bigger, uh, range to that. But again, the handles is what I was trying to point out for that person's hands. Uh, in case they wanted to try that. But in any regard, back to hit, hit, what this person was saying, his or hers, I don't, you know, could be either or. I didn't catch whether or not, but it doesn't matter. Um, their question in regards to those things they've pointed out, I think is very observational of them, if that makes sense. Because <laughs> that's something I was not even paying attention to. I know that they have the ability to play in handheld without the, you know, previous waggle from the, the Wii days, but um, I hope there is pro controller support because I have, this is the other thing I have is the pro fusion wireless controller. And I love using this thing when I'm playing at my desk, this does not have HD. So again, I'm not missing the HD in some of the games I've been playing. Uh, and, um, but I still would like to have the options. I, I would prefer Nintendo give options rather than just cut out the options. So I'm hoping as well that that's the same. All right. Yeah, I guess, questions. I guess we'll, we'll, I guess we'll, we'll find out when, when uh, we start hearing reviews on the game, whether it's supported or not. Yes. Yes. Very true. And we're only at the beginning of July too. And this comes out what the end of July, right? The 26th. Um, um, so, who knows, maybe, you know, midway through the month, we'll get some sort of announcement well, or more details. Is it the 23rd? Because it would be a Friday. It would be 23rd or 30th, right? Or... Okay. Yep. I, I, well, somewhere around there. I'll, I'll, I'll bring up my release notes in, okay. know, in a few minutes. Yep. So I think even still, if it's the 23rd, I think we still got some time uh, to where we'll get some more details in regards to well, what's going on. It is the release. 16th. Oh, the 16th. Okay. So two weeks. Maybe after the 4th of July, we'll hear something. <laughs> well, I would expect review embargo will be probably be 13th or 14th. Yes. Okay. Yep. So, and if we're usually, we don't usually get any kind of code for anything until the day it's released. Unless we're lucky. We, there's been two times that I can count that we were got it a couple weeks before. Um. To be able to get, you know, to be able to get our hands on it and play it before release, uh, but we don't get those too often. Um, but yeah, well, if we do, we'll let you certainly know. Um, all right. So with that, we've got another uh, question, a couple questions from Mecca. While we were in chat, I captured real quick. Uh, one was that, "What games did you dads get from any Steam summer sales?" So. I have not bought any games from Steam. Uh, neither did I. <laughs> so I know they had their summer sale, but I, I try to keep my game gameplay focused on the Switch uh, and PlayStation. Although now with Game Pass, um, I opened it up to that. So, but I'm trying not to add more gaming areas all over the <laughs> internet. But sometimes I can't help it. So. 
especially because I did see one of the games I do have on my wish list is Afterburner. Um, I forget which version it is. Not Afterburner. Um, Ace Combat. Ace Camp. One of the Ace Combat games has been constantly on sale, and I, they're always tempting me with that sale. So, but I, I'm not doing it right now. So, but no, yeah, I didn't buy anything on there. Um, and then the other question he had during the chat was, what mics are you using during the live streams? I have an Audio-Technica mic. I don't know the model number, but I can you know, look at my Amazon purchase history to find it. But I don't think this model is available anymore. It was, I, it was like a $150, $200 mic. I am also using a, a mic that's no longer being made. It's the Blue um, Nessie. So it's the all-in-one one here where it's got the bass and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it's been working great. I've had it for years. I actually bought this before I started podcasting for doing voiceover for a lot of uh, training videos and training courses that I built. So, And then it evolved to being a podcasting mic. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, it's... Uh, there's one I'm actually looking at that uh, it is a $200 mic, though. It's from Epos, the same company that made the uh, Switch earbuds that I did a review of. They have a $200 mic that I was eye eyeballing. So still eyeballing it, but maybe for Christmas or something. If I get some Christmas money, maybe by that time. And I know Justin just got a new mic, the Wave 3. And I think uh, Sean has that one, too. Um, from the Xbox Drive, um, the Elgato that's, Wave Three. That's Elgato, right? Yeah. Yeah, they have those, and they speak highly of those. And I can't remember what Marty has. I think he has a blue mic, the Yeti, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But yes, so um, I'm sure he will correct me in the um actually himself. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what my son has. I think his his mic actually sounds better than mine. <laughs> yes. Oh, his was his the Hydra or the? Um... I don't know it was. It had like lights on the mic. And yeah. Tap the top, and it would would mute the mic, and you see that by the lights dimming. I think I've seen him use that one during one of our events that we did a stream of, and he had it. And I I think it's the one that starts with an H, and I don't remember the brand name. The they do headphones as well. So, um, but yeah, just, I would say, ask that question in the, in the chat Mecca as well, um, in the discord, asking everybody's mics and I'm sure they'll come up because there's a lot of us in there that are using mics now. <laughs> so I'm sure there'll yep. be people happy to share that. All right. Last question coming from discord. And I apologize if I missed anybody else's, but this is the one I grabbed, um, uh, from before, this is from uh, Nintendo Daddy Casey from the Underpowered podcast. He asked, "What we talked about this at Underpowered, but with the dog-based dog meat passing away, uh, did I say dog-based? But with dog the dog-based based game, well, well, dog meat was based on a dog. Yes, that dog passed away. Yes, dog <laughs> meat. Yes, dog meat was a game dog, but the the dog that was based on that." passed away the real life dog passed away uh who are the best uh video game dogs and solo something came back with immediate popping into my head is my boy rush debuted in Mega Man 3 
Uh, Zablanc said mushroom in the game Life is Strange. Jesse, do you have any? I I can't think of any off the top of my head. I don't play games that have dogs very often. <laughs> I have, but I have a terrible memory. So I had to do some research and look up some things. And I found a really good list on, of all places, EsquireMagazine.com. Found the best 15 dogs to ever bless video games. And this was published actually a couple of years ago. So there might be excluding any other dogs that came out um, over the last two years. Um, but number 15, I'll start in Mother 3. So, Sam, if you're on still, this will uh, get you, I'm one. sure. I have one. Is Boney. Boney from Mother 3. <laughs> well, before I go down the list, Jesse, what's yours? Uh, Koromaru from Persona 3. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yep. The one I was reminded of that we'll get to on this list, uh, I'll leave it on the list, but I, I, I'll get to that. So number 14 is Shiba Unu from Silent Hill 2. I don't know if anybody's played that game. I have not, so I don't know about that one. Then there's pa, pa Rappa from Pa Rappa the Rappa. <laughs> yeah. PlayStation game. Um Bill Gray, the Star Fox 64 dog. So that one was called out. And of course, dog meat was number 11 on the list. And then the one I thought of that I found that was on the list is Polter Pup in Luigi's Mansion. I, that yeah, I found a different it. list that I'm kind of going through. I'm like, okay, I'll say that. I'll say that one. I'll say that one. <laughs> then there was a, a number nine undo dog for Super Mario Maker. <laughs> The number eight is D-Dog, Metal Gear 5. And then number six, we got Isabel and K.K. Slider in Animal Crossing. Uh, the Greater Dog in Undertale, number five. The Dog Hunt Dog. The Dog Duck Hunt. Hunt. Duck Hunt Dog. Duck Hunt Dog. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, Rush. And then Pokemon, of course, has Growlithe, Angelo in Final Fantasy VIII. And then number one is the Golden Retriever in Nintendogs. <laughs> they picked a specific wow. dog. Totally excluding all the other dogs in Nintendogs, but yeah. they picked so, Golden Retriever. I won't. You know, I found a wiki of a bunch of dogs from games. I won't say all of them, but uh, Ghost Trick, uh, Missile. Oh, okay, yes. I was a major character in that game. Uh, see, they, they did say Koromaru. They did say Duck Hunt Dog. Um, I think there was one more up here. Oh, yeah, Dribble from WarioWare. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Interceptor from Final Fantasy VI. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't mention that one. I forgot about that one. <laughs> it's been a while. So the last time I played Final Fantasy VI is when we did the Retro Rewind on it. And I was yeah. like the only one of the hosts who played it and had to bring in <laughs> the the Nintendo directors to do that show with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So, all right, well. I apologize. I didn't have any that came to mind other than Pultiprop, but I felt that the list would help. Uh, if you guys have any of your favorite dogs in a game 
by all means, we want to hear about it in the chat, um, in either in the video chat or in our Discord or on Twitter. If you want to bring it up there, we're there too, of course. So uh, I would love to hear about those or any of the topics we talked about here tonight. So with that, anything else you want to add, Jesse, before we close it out? I think we're good. Well, then we'll go ahead and close it out, and I'll try my best to close it out the way Marty and Justin do. So YouTube, we've actually been, we have, what, 5,500 subscribers? I don't know if that number's changed or getting closer to 6,000, but thank you to all our YouTube subscribers for subscribing <laughs> and and. Please spread the news. Get some more. Help us get to that six thousand range. That would be awesome. And of Actually, course, we just, we have we're at fifty six hundred now. I just looked fifty six hundred. Okay, cool, yeah. sweet. So we're getting we're getting closer to six thousand. That that's going to be awesome. So we hit that. Um, and on Twitch, we have over ten or one thousand. Uh, actually, it looks like we got 1,070 followers Followers now. It looks like I'm just looking right now. So thank you again to all our Twitch followers. And then we've got 22 Twitch subscribers as well. And don't forget, if you subscribe to Twitch, you also have access to the same Discord as if you were a Patreon subscriber. It'll be 23 as soon as I resubscribe because I apparently <laughs> let that fall off last week when I wasn't on, when we didn't podcast last week. Uh-oh, Jesse's slacking. <laughs> Get Get your Twitch Prime. If you got Prime, Amazon Prime, you can use uh, your Prime free, one free subscription if you don't mind. You can use that for us as well. So, and it'll get you your Discord access as well. So, and you can get all kinds of access to Retro Rewind Votes, access to the other family podcasts, um, uh, which is would be the Dads After Dark, you know, the Game Pass News, Game, uh, uh, yeah, Game Pass News. And uh, dinner table, and then the dad's dad crossing one every now and then. And then what am I missing? Am I missing something here? Your show? I said dinner table. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and of course, dinner table is once a month, and you'd have access to join that as well. So, but anyways. Oh. And then with uh, Monthly Mayhem, you have until yes. the third to sign up for it, playing Mario Golf. You got the Mario Golf sign up. The signups are still open until the third, and there are prizes $150 worth of prizes uh, for playing in that. And it's asynchronous, if I remember correctly. So you don't, we're not actually going to be all playing at the same time. There's quite a few people. If I remember, there's up to 30 people playing. So it's quite, it's going to be a blast to watch everybody playing this. Uh, check out our merch store via tpublic.com. Um, you can get to Nintendo Dad's uh, store as well. And you can, of course, get to all of our social medias and our store, our merch store, through our NintendoDads.org website. Huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Chris Mayers, David Ernsberger. And I don't say you guys' names enough, so I apologize if I'm messing up on your names. Especially Antonio. I'm not even going to do your last name because I always mess up that last name. Antonio Contronio. <laughs> See, I always mess it up because my tongue gets tied there in the neo part <laughs> christopher Waring and solo something thanks again to those patreon producers for what they uh provide and also to all of our patreon producers every one of you check out our website again nintendodads.org for our latest youtube videos tweets and podcast episodes links to all our social medias and our patreon page 
uh, Nintendo Dad shop for merch as well as um, Extra Life. We have the light. We have the 2021 link up already there. So if you want to join our team, you can go there and join our team. Or if you feel like donating early, you can donate early. So we have all those links there via NintendoDads.org. Or you can find us in most places like Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube by typing Nintendo Dads. Or you can email us at NintendoDads at gmail.com. Or if you want to leave a voicemail like Justin did for manscaping, <laughs> call in and leave a voicemail. Uh, 929-25-NDADS or 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the usual music that we have in our show. But today we have... The Doki Doki Literature Club plus so, music. Thanks, Del Sal- Dan Salvato. <laughs> yes, thanks for the the mu- for that creator for that. Download from your favorite podcast app of choice, like our Castbox, where we usually do it from an iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Music, or Spotify or Google Podcast. Now, uh, of course, if you're on iTunes or apple podcast please leave us a five-star rating and as justin likes to say if you're going to leave anything less you can go leave that less to the mega dads <laughs> we'll take only five stars they can have the rest with that this is tim and jesse signing off check you later bye bye Nintendo Dads. <laughs>